Hello, my name is Evan Jacobs and welcome to the Orange County Hardcore Scene Stir Aftermath podcast. These interviews are part of an ongoing series chronicling the hardcore punk music scene in Orange County, California and sometimes elsewhere. They are an addendum to the film Orange County Hardcore Scene Stir. This is a documentary I made that chronicles the 1990s hardcore punk scene. You can stream Orange County Hardcore Scene Stir on Vimeo. For $2 a month, you can watch every Anadimia film by subscribing to Anadimia Films Unlimited on Vimeo. Links for all this stuff are in each episode description. To support this podcast, please like, rate, and review it. Also, please subscribe to Anadimia Films TV on YouTube, where you can view all of these podcasts in their original video form. But um, I think I think that when we recorded good, we we kind of we started thinking, okay, we're going to make this sound like just a band playing in a room. We're going to make it, you know, sound. We're not going to mess with the we're not going to mess with the production much. We're going to keep it live sounding. We're not going to do a lot of overdubs. We, we're going to keep it something to where it sounds like four guys playing in a room. Why did you want that specifically? That. Why did you want that? We just, we, just, we, we just wanted real. We wanted it organic. We just, we didn't want to like overproduce. We were always like, I think around the time there was a lot of, a lot of bands. It was, it was tempting to like to add more stuff and mm-hmm. to really stack the guitars. And, you know, you'd hear stuff about, Oh, like so-and-so did, did the cube. You know, they took the, the four or five, uh, uh, guitar cabinets and put the microphone in the middle and it would stack. <laughs> like, you just wanted to keep it real. But but I do remember, and some of this could be wrong, it could be my faulty memory, but we got to a point where we recorded everything and we weren't in love with the drum sound, but then E had called us one, you know, called us back and said, check this out, and he put triggers on a lot of it, the kick drum and snare were completely different, and it just it, it ended up sounding not like the band and then i remember me being like oh that sounds pretty rad and then paul was like no it's not it's not and then paul played me he pulled i remember he pulled up to the back of the studio we were showing up for like a mixing session and he played me it was he was either both these songs or it was one song on one occasion and then the other one i'm remembering from a different time but he was playing me some rush song like from from twenty one twelve, and then I also remember him pl- playing "Jet" by Paul McCartney, and he's like, "Listen to how natural and real the drums sound," and like, "Yeah," and he's like, "We we if, if these guys aren't doing it, we shouldn't be doing it," and so we went. I do remember saying, "Okay, Eve, we don't want any of this fake drum stuff. We want to just strip it back." And the, and the and it ended up you know working out. Bob Snare would have that look sort of high, sort of pong, pong. and I got used to it. It's it's fine, but that that's what his snare sounded like. There was also like a little bit of a uh, like a squeaking on his kick drum pedal. I could hear, especially on uh, a few of the songs on Election Year. I'll never be able to unhear it, but but it but we left it because it it was real and it was just that was how it was. We didn't have the money to go start over, so that was going to be... Anyway, we kept it nice and 
clean. And and but then come three to get ready, we I said okay, you know, short of triggering drums and that type of thing, we were like let's let's you know get a little more let's get a little more burly with the guitars and we doubled stuff and and I even played some guitar on a few of the songs just to add another texture or whatever. It was stuff that we weren't going to do live, obviously, because we only had one guitar player. But for that, it is also for effect. We wanted we wanted three to get ready to be a little. We wanted it to turn up the drama a little bit. We wanted it to be. I mean, for as, as much as we could, right. playing this fast, insane tempo uh, pop punk or whatever. But we wanted it. it we 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 needed the urgency and the drama to come through. And so that's why we added we we stretched it a little bit with, um, you know, and and for us it's it's not much for you know, it was like adding you know doubling guitars or the, like the the opening of the record is just Paul hitting a uh, bass chord that lasts for you know twenty seconds or whatever, but um, that 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 wouldn't have been something that was that would work on good because we were in a different space but i feel like that i mean also whenever i hear that opening uh bass chord it it definitely it yeah i mean it, it, it for me it sort of like sets the stage for the for the for the drama to come i was just um, thinking that too and yeah. almost like it's it almost like when it starts and rings out it's almost like uh like I don't know, like sort of like a picking up the pieces or like a, hey, we're continuing this. So just right, give it right, a second. Yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah it, it was like, give us a moment to exhale and collect our thoughts and let this ring out. And then, okay, then get down to business. Right. But yeah, yeah, yeah. We definitely, I mean, it definitely, it feels like a different band from good to three to get ready. And we, you know, for all intents and purposes uh we really felt like we were a, a, a different band a new band now did the title of the record didn't kirby your wife come up with that or because wasn't she going to call a production company three to get ready production i always i just remember all this yeah she no her production company was going to be called all right already okay all right already okay <laughs> okay but um but i do like we were, I don't know, I don't know what the conversation was, but we something about. I mean, and we're not all fans of, you know, old fifties <laughs> for the money too for the show. It wasn't, you know, but but I just love the sound. I mean, I just like the sound of it, and also it works on a few different levels. Um, yeah, just once I heard it, and she yeah, she threw it out there, but once I heard it, I was like, it really it. it it, it was kind of done. I was like, this is what the record's called. It's, that's it. As for laying out the songs, I know that for Todd, for the longest time, that was kind of like his point of pride of like he laid it. Did Todd lay out the yeah. songs on three to get ready? Yeah, I'm sure. Like he, he's always the, the, or at the very least, he's the one who is in charge of that. And then it's open, open <laughs> to some deliberation. But uh, no, he he definitely he, that, that's his thing. He said he's the set list guy, the live set list guy, and the album sequence guy. But yeah, he he was 
I'm positive that 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 was his his call, and and we were like, you know, I'm sure there wasn't much, it wasn't like you know any pushback on 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 the order of the songs. Are there like, um, I mean, I'm sure you're proud of all of it, but are there like a few songs on there, or one song, or or five songs, whatever you want to tell me, that like you're like, man, like I'm I'm. I'm proud that I was the person that, you know, that sang on that and that, and that helped create yeah. that. To really get raised a tough one because I love, uh, like, I love, I love most of the songs. And I think, I, I mean, this was like before we got smart and, and, and started like tracking stuff with the click track. And the song, I mean, listening to it now, Listening to it in, I don't know how we played that fast or how we, I mean, some of the, some of the tempos are get off the rails, but that, you know, the, but maybe that's, that's just how it speaks to the urgency of the, of the, of the music. But yeah, I don't, I do not love some of these songs, um, the way that they're recorded because of, I feel like, they could have got reeled in a little bit and, you know, we just could have been a little more, you know, just a little bit, a little better, you know, just a little bit musically. Um, but that's not what this record's about. I mean, the record is definitely, it's not about musicianship. It's not about like, you know, playing in time, <laughs> but it's, um, it's more about the, the emotion and the, and the, the message and, and all that. And so I'm proud of all, of all of that. I'm proud of all of the, of what the record's about and what what's on there and, and, and you know every time I make an album with any band at the at the time that we're writing at the time we're recording I feel like I have an opportunity to say everything that I want to say and so and and usually and especially with three to get ready at the t- when we were done and when the songs were written and everything was sort of like mixed and in the can I felt like okay this this says everything i want to say and so for that i'm i'm, I'm definitely proud of it at, you know, at the time and that's been kind of true moving forward with all the any other project i've done <laughs> 